Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash Entitled People, where people truly believe that nobody else matters but themselves. And guys, in this episode, OP tells a story where a psycho Karen can't take no for an answer, and instead of walking away, she tries to mow them down with her SUV, guys. I hope you enjoy- I'm laughing because it's ridiculous, okay? Not because she tried to mow down OP. Anyways, I hope you enjoy today's stories, don't shake your heads too hard, and as always, you can send or link your stories to this email right here. Let's dive in, guys. Alright, so my dad works in a hospital in a suburban area and often treats patients that are farmers, who seem to share a common hobby of not paying for stuff. So one day, this guy comes to his hospital to check on his mother. When the patient fell asleep, the guy ends up playing on his phone. Now, the hospital is used to visitors plugging their appliances everywhere, so they have very clear warning signs in the rooms, saying those outlets are keeping people alive. Don't unplug anything to charge your phone with them. Now, the guy did comply, but his phone was still dying. So, the genius he was, he walks out of the room to look for outlets in the hallway. There weren't any, but then he finds a vending machine. The guy thought it was a great idea to use that plug to plug in his phone. So, he unplugs the vending machine and starts charging his phone. When he's done, the guy just left. Now, a bit about this vending machine is that the vending machine stores fresh packaged food that was stocked on a daily basis. The cleaning crew was pretty confused upon finding out that all the food was spoiled and that the machine was somehow unplugged. The supplier didn't want to stomach the cost and called the police to check the security cameras. And there he was, playing Texas Hold'em on his phone, attached to a cable leading to the power outlet. The guy was forced to pay a few hundred dollars worth of damages. Guys, I friggin' love how he had to pay for all the food in the end. The ultimate tax for feeling that entitled. Now this post reminds me of a post that was shared with me over a year ago, guys, where a man's own family unplugs his ventilator to plug in their small AC unit, and it resulted in the guy dying. Like, how sad is that? So this happened a few years ago during the summer, when I was working part-time at my parents' house. My stepsister had asked me if I could watch her kids for a few hours at her apartment. I jumped at that opportunity, to be out of my parents' house and to just relax, especially since she said her kids, who are ages 2 and 3, would already be asleep for the night. I also want to note that I did this without pay because I knew she couldn't afford to pay me. So I get there around 9 o'clock. She waves goodbye and says she'll be back in a few hours. The first three hours are fine. I'm just chilling in the living room, watching movies and messing around on my phone. My nephew stay asleep. Around 1am, I text her asking what her ETA is. She texts me within minutes, saying she's running late. Now I'm thinking, whatever, it's not like I have to get up early. I feel myself dozing off, so I lie down and decide to take a nap. A little while later, I wake up to the sound of crying, and I go check on the nephews. The two-year-old is awake and being really fussy, and that's when I glance at the clock beside me, and I'm shocked when I realize that it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I then check my phone, and my mom's called me and texted me, asking if I ended up staying the night. There are no messages from my sister. 
I immediately call her while playing with my young nephew, while the older nephew is now awake, attempting to climb up my leg, and my sister doesn't answer. Instead, she texts back saying that she's in a different state, and she won't be back for three days, and oh, I've gotta take care of her kids, because they've got nowhere else to go. It's just for three days. Now, at this point, I know I've been set up, so I text her saying if she's not home in five hours, I'm gonna have to take the kids to their grandparents, not my parents, who both happen to be busy, but estranged dad's parents. I tell her that I'm pretty sure they'd be more than happy to take them both since they never get to see them. She's instantly texting me back paragraphs, telling me that I'm not allowed to take her kids there, that they judge her and they have no respect for her. She tells me if I take them there, she'll sue me, put me in jail for stealing her kids, blah blah blah. I then tell her that she shouldn't have abandoned me with her kids then. The following conversation occurs and she says, Hey, you agreed to take my kids, therefore, you are responsible for them. You can't just give them to someone else. I tell her, yeah, I agreed to like three hours. You left me with really young kids and I have work this evening, I can't watch them for three days. Come back now or I'm going to take them to their grandparents because they'd be happy to take them. She replies, I can't believe you're making such a big deal out of this. I'm giving you my apartment for three days and you get to spend time with your nephews. You should be paying me for the apartment. You're so selfish. I then respond, wow, okay, I've already called the grandparents and they're free to take them so that's where they're going. I'm taking your children there. Don't ask me again to watch your kids. And that's when she texts back, letting me have it. She says, You effing C-word. If I was your full sister, you'd do it, you a-hole. All you care about is yourself. You won't even spend time with your nephews, you effing piece of crap. I hope you rot in hell. At this point, I ignore her. I call the grandparents, who are more than happy to take them for a few days. They come and pick them up, and I leave. When she gets back from the trip, she shows up at my parents' house and she starts cussing me out. And my parents kick her out, and I don't see her for the rest of the summer. So I can see why the grandparents have no respect for her, guys. Like, what kind of parent has no issues abandoning their kids for several days without mentioning it to anybody? And the kids were only two and three years old, guys. Yeah, forget the grandparents. A lot of people are saying they'd be calling CPS or the police. And how many of you would be calling them too? Now, I knew Karens were crazy, but not this crazy. So for some backstory, I ride my bike everywhere. And on this particular day, I rode all the way to the other side of my hometown, six miles away from my house. I then stopped by the mall to get myself some food because, well, obvious reasons. When I got back to my bike, I saw this middle-aged woman with her kid just standing right next to my bike. So I decided to walk over and find out why. I come over and say, hey, excuse me, uh, what are you doing near my bike? The Karen says, oh, it's yours, we were just checking it out. My daughter has always wanted a bike like this. To which I say, uh, I'm sorry, but it's not for sale. The Karen says, oh, we weren't planning on buying a bike. My daughter thought it was so nice, so we just wanted to take a closer look. Unless you want to give us this one. I can see that the woman was smiling, so I laugh. She must be joking, right? Like, why would she want this pink, purple, and silver bike that's falling apart? But no, the woman wasn't joking. The Karen says, What's so funny? I'm serious, just give it to us. Or I might have to take it from you. Hearing her say that, I just laugh as I get on my bike. And the woman is protesting at this point, so I say, I'm so sorry, lady, you're crazy, just leave me alone before I call the cops. I do want to note that there's literally a police station not even a block away from the mall. 
Karen says, if you won't give us your bike, then fine, have it your way. I then ride off before she can get inside her car, because that sounded threatening, and I was starting to get a bit scared of this old crazy woman. Right as I get out of the mall parking lot and up to the crosswalk, where I have the right of way, I then see this SUV peel out of the parking lot and speed down the street that I'm crossing. It was the same woman. Now fortunately for me, she didn't hit me on my bike, but she almost did. The woman literally tried to run me over, and all I can think of is what the actual F is wrong with her? Was she trying to kill me? The woman then rolls down her window, and she screams at me. No words, just angry screaming. And then all of a sudden, she hits another car. The people she hit were fine, they were just shaken up and angry. I don't even need to call police, because a few minutes after the crash, a cruiser shows up. Karen's SUV only had some slight damage on the front end, while the car she hit was pretty much totaled. One of the officers who showed up pulled me aside to ask me what happened, to see if I knew anything, and I told the man everything. After giving my statement to the police, I just left. The last thing I saw before leaving the scene was Karen being pulled out of her car and her daughter being escorted to the sidewalk. All I have to say after this incident is if you see a Karen inspecting your vehicles or modes of transport, Just run. Take your stuff and run. Don't even allow Karens to speak to you. My goodness, some people are just absolutely insane, guys. And I hope that woman got jailed for attempting to run OP over. Like, I don't know if her intentions were actually trying to mow OP down, because I do know some people get crazy enough and angry enough to just charge someone with their vehicles. But regardless, it all happened over OP refusing to hand over their bike, guys. And thankfully, nobody was hurt. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So welcome to another crazy Karen story. To start this off, I have some unconventional pets. I have tarantulas, snakes, mice, and some conventional pets, like cats and dogs. As such, I've gotten a lot of pushback from entitled people. However, this last interaction takes the cake. So on this day, I was out walking one of my dogs when I heard screaming coming from a few houses down. When I got closer, I found out that it was my new neighbor screaming at the pest control guys. I recognized one of the guys as Ray. The woman is a shorter Hispanic woman with short, brightly colored hair. And spit was practically flying from her mouth. 
A young, bored-looking boy stood in the doorway of the house, and when Ray sees me, he waves me over quickly saying, Hey, OP, come over here. Can you tell her that we're just walking around the house to do pest control? We're hired by the HOA. I tell her Ray really does work for the HOA as pest management. However, if you don't feel comfortable with Ray or his company being around your house, you can just tell them to mark you down as a skip. I then shrug, understanding that not everyone is comfortable with people walking around their houses. The Karen screams, Yes, I don't want those people walking around my house. My sweet baby was playing outside and he scared him. Ray looks so relieved for a split second. And he says, yes, miss, we can certainly put you on the skip list. Or even as a partial skip, like OP does. Karen then asks, confused, a partial skip? I tell her, yeah, I have some exotic pets that are sensitive to the spray they use, so they skip the window to their room. I told her that with a smile. Hearing that, her boy peeks up and says, exotic pets? I then smiled, going into full teacher mode. I explained that I have many different kinds of pets, and I told them that I'd take in a lot of specialty pets that people buy before doing the research on them. The more I talk, the more excited the boy looks, and the more horrified Karen looks. Karen interrupts and says, Wait, what kind of monsters are you keeping in your house? I say to her, Uh, excuse me, they're not monsters, they're just awesomely uncommon pets. Karen screams, Snakes? Spiders? Those are monsters. How can you keep them? Honestly, I would just burn the whole house to the ground and take the loss. Now, something you should know is that as a child, I did in fact have a house burned down. Both my parents were badly burned and they spent months in the hospital. My brother and I had nowhere to go, as no family could take us in. So the threat of going through that again shook me to my core. And I tell her, hey, that joke isn't funny. You wouldn't say that to someone who owned a dog or cat, so don't say that to me. I've been through the aftermath of losing a house to a fire, and it's not something to use as an empty threat. I say that snarling at Karen. She then sniffs and tosses her nose into the air. And she says, who said it was an empty threat? She sniffs at me. Hearing her say that, everyone froze. I can't imagine what my face must have looked like. Ray looked between us and took a step away from me. I tell her it better be Karen because I have enough cameras that alert me if anyone steps on my property. I also have enough ammo to bring down a small army. Take from that what you will. Karen was shocked and she said, Was that a threat? I tell her as long as you don't plan to follow through with yours, I won't be forced to follow through with mine. I then grin sharply. And she storms back up the driveway, leaving her now wide-eyed son behind. And she slams the door. Ray jumps and says, Well, that wasn't how I expected this day to go. I nod, and the kid looks at me and sheepishly before shyly asking, Can I hold one of your snakes and see your spiders? I tell him, talk to your dad when he gets home. And if he says yes, you can come over and hang out. Now, I know I probably didn't handle it the best. But when she was talking about burning my house down, I just thought back to trying to drag my brother out of the house not knowing if my parents were still alive. And the fear of that happening again was heart-stopping. Yeah, guys, I think Opie handled it just fine. Like, if you come at someone and threaten to burn their house down and say it's not an empty threat, you'd better believe people are gonna say some equally crazy stuff back. And this last story, guys, boy, oh boy, Karen takes this unconventional pet thing to the next level. Whether your pet is a dog or cat, or even a bird or fish, I'm sure most of us, especially those of us who are animal lovers, form bonds and special connections with our pets, to the point that they feel like family to us. I have a 14-year-old male monitor lizard. His name is Zilla, and he's pretty much my baby. But anyways, I got Zilla back when I was in middle school. 
back when he was only about 8 inches long. He's now grown to around 7 feet long. And for a monitor lizard, he's puppy dog tame. You can pet him, cuddle him, and he always wants to sit on my lap when I try to watch TV. He'll even lay on his side so I can rub his belly. But fast forward to about a year and a half ago, when I moved into a suburban neighborhood, which for years I said I would never move into one. But the house I was moving into was fairly nice and within my budget. Once I got moved in and set everything up, for the first two weeks of living here, everything seemed great. Nothing super eventful happened until I decided to take Zilla outside. It was a nice warm day outside and I decided to let Zilla out of his enclosure, which was the extra bedroom I had, and let him catch some sun rays. I put on some protective sun gear and hat and sat out in the yard with him reading a book. About an hour in, these kids come walking down the street, three boys and one girl, and they saw me and Zilla just chilling in the yard and were amazed to see a big lizard in person, and not in a zoo. One of the little boys, who I'm guessing around 10 or 11 years of age, came up, and he asked if he could pet him. I happily welcomed him, and let him and the other kids pet Zilla, and he loved the attention. They all enjoyed the experience, and thought my big lizard was really cool. Except for who I can only guess was their mother, who appeared pretty quickly screaming, Hey, get away from that thing, it'll bite you or eat you. And I'm just sitting there with the bells going off saying, Yep, there she is, the neighborhood Karen. The woman storms past the kids and straight to me and she starts yelling at me for exposing her children to such a dangerous animal. I calmly explain that Zilla's not dangerous and your kids just finished petting him and they were in no danger at all. She then goes off on me again saying, That thing is not a pet. It's a monster that should be in a zoo. The only animals that are pets around here are cats and dogs. Lizards are not pets. After that, I stood up and said, Well, I'm so sorry you feel that way, but it's not up to you to decide what's a pet and what isn't. And in the most predictable response ever, the Karen yells, Get rid of that thing right now, or I'm calling the police. That thing is probably illegal. And I shot back with, it's not, and you'll call the police and tell them what? That you trespassed on my property and you're trying to tell me what to do with my pet? This lizard is my baby. The Karen screams, that is not a baby. It's a danger to the whole neighborhood. And with that, I just picked Zilla up and told the crazy woman to go home and to have a nice afternoon. The next morning, I went to work, worked my hours, and headed home with very little drama. So 30 minutes after I got home, I heard a knock on my door. I go to answer, and it's the police. Of course she called the police on me. But I greet them politely and said, Good afternoon, officers. What can I help you with? The officer tells me that they got reports that there's a dangerous animal on my property that's running loose, and it had bit someone. At that, I raised an eyebrow, and I said, Bit someone? Who did he bite? And just like that, Karen comes marching up and demands that the officers take my lizard away and have him put down. Now I laughed because I found the whole situation so ridiculous. The second officer got a little stern with me and said, That's not funny. Now if you have an animal that's running around off-leash and hurting people, to which I interrupt and said, You're right, it's not funny, it's hilarious. I then collect myself and ask them, Before that, did you guys actually look at her wound? Apparently they hadn't, and then Karen burst out repeating, His monster bit me and tried to eat my kids. It needs to be put down. I then look at the officers and say, Officers, would you like to see this monster that she's referring to? They agreed, and I took them to the bedroom that was Zilla's enclosure. 
I unlocked the door and showed them the monster. Now, I could see they were a bit nervous when they saw him. I mean, it's not every day you see a big lizard outside of a zoo. But I proved and showed them that he's no harm to anybody. I even let them pet him to show further proof that he's no danger to anyone. The officers actually ended up taking a liking to him. At which point, we go back outside and one of the officers asked, So, how exactly did this animal bite you if it's been locked up in its room all day? As soon as the officer asked her that, Karen goes pale as she knew she'd been caught in a lie. But I decide to add insult to injury, so I say, Yeah, perhaps you'd like to tell us how you got inside my house, and then got into my lizard's room, and then got him to bite you? Karen had no words. I could tell by the look on her face that she knew she effed up, and she couldn't get out of it. She was charged for filing a false police report, and fined for wasting police resources. So the moral of the story is just because people have something you don't like or you're scared of doesn't give you the right to try to take it away from them. And I'm glad this didn't escalate to any extreme level. But if I had to go to court over my lizard's life, you bet your butt I would have and I would have won easily. So F you Karen for trying to take my baby away from me. Guys, I am so glad that woman got charged for filing a false police report. Like, people really need to realize that you shouldn't call police and lie because it won't end well. And that, my friends, is r slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, consider subscribing so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, it's an r slash petty revenge where a super entitled Karen won't stop parking in OP's reserved parking spot, and she gets taught a lesson she'll never forget. Guys, go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.